BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. Welcome to the Modern Waiter Podcast, where we help restaurant patrons enjoy their experience by giving them a look behind the industry curtain. I'm tired of working dead beat jobs for lame pay. I'm tired of getting fired and hired the same day. If you know the rules of the game, then you'll stay. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter, and on today's podcast, we talk to Instagram's Confessions of a Server. We have today Quaylen. How y'all doing today? And as usual, we are joined by my good friend, Danny DeVilla. What's up? <laughs> so today is very special for me. I, um, I follow you, Quaylen, on, uh, on Instagram, and you have a pretty cool page. And uh, for all you servers out there, you should go check it out. And uh, the memes are pretty, uh, pretty interesting to me. Tell everybody how you get started in the restaurant business. Well, I got started, um, I would say, a year after I graduated college. I have my bachelor's in communication with a focus in broadcasting, but my degree was mainly news-based. Okay. The college the college that I went to, it was very news-heavy. And when I graduated, I'm like, I really don't want to get into the news because every time you turn on the news, it's just something very Depressing. negative. <laughs> Yes, yes, very depressing, <laughs> things like that. And I mean, like I have stories from a lot of friends who actually got into it and are doing really well. But when I look back, I'm like, you know, that actually wasn't what I wanted to do. Nice. So, um, so you know, I, had, I jumped around from job to job. But then actually I had a friend who was telling me how much she was making working at a restaurant called uh, Jay Alexander's. I don't know if y'all have heard of it. It's we, kind we of a chain. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So she was telling me how much she was making working at Jay Alexander's. And I'm like, hold on, wait. How, how much do servers make? <laughs> 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 hold on, wait, 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 wait. It's it's a Tuesday and you walked out with two fifty? <laughs> hold on, run that back. Run that back. Because I've never actually thought about being a server. Not that I had anything against it, mm-hmm. but just growing up I never thought like I guess I never really looked into it or really saw like how much a server or anyone who worked in a restaurant could actually make. Yeah. So um, I was working at Best Buy at the time, working at Best Buy, and I was also volunteering at a Boys and Girls Club as well as their uh, homework help. Okay. And she was telling me this, and I'm like, you know what? Let me uh, let me apply to be a server so I don't have to work at Best Buy anymore. So I did. Um, 
I got the job. Normally, uh, it's harder for people to get a serving job as their first job in a restaurant. You know, normally you're a busser, host, you work your way up, things like that. But I guess I interviewed well, and um, the gentleman who hired me, I, it was at Outback. Okay. Um, he okay. was like, he was like, yeah, like, do you want to start tomorrow? And I'm like, he's like, we have a classroom tomorrow with like five new servers come in. And I'm like, uh, yeah, mind you, I had no serving experience at all. So I just got in there at Outback and uh, worked there for four years and hit the ground running. And how how was your experience at Outback, like not, not having served before? I was very, very lucky in a sense where um, I don't know why, but people like me. like it's funny because and i mean we'll probably get into this later but even when i look at like my instagram and facebook and youtube following and people follow me and they're like oh my gosh you're so awesome i sit there and i'm like why do people like me (laughs) 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 but um so when i got into outback it was a very it was a cool staff that i had but i became friends with the quote unquote bad girls of the staff. But the one thing that set them apart were they were the hardest workers as well. They're going to come in, they're going to run the food. They're going to get their stuff done. Um, None of their tables left unhappy. They're going to make sure everything uh, was going to be right at their tables. So I learned from them. Okay. I learned from how to manage my tables, how to run food, how to manage my time, which is one thing that I really um, take pride in is that I'm a really good time manager as a server. And I think that's what sets me apart from a lot of my coworkers even now. So I learned from them and it made the transition easier for me with no experience to become uh, you know, I'm a pretty good server. You know, I'm not going to say I'm the greatest out there, but I'm a pretty good server. <laughs> uh, but I take it just for me watching them. Like one of them was one of my trainers. Uh, I still talk to her. I actually just saw her yesterday. Um, there was like four or five of them, you know, they're the ones that are getting their shit done. But they're also the ones that um, they would joke around with like the managers and the proprietors and like make sure that they were always in a good mood as well, even though like, their jokes were kind of like mean and stuff. So I actually learned that as well to how like not really be scared of a manager. Like a manager's there to help you, not so much always yell at you. True. And I yeah, think your that also worker as well. Right. And I think that that also helped me in my development of being a good server because I'm not scared to mess up. I'm not scared to walk in like when a manager's yelling because I know he's yelling because you know he has a screen full of red, um, no servers running food. Uh, we need to restock on something over here and got to get ice, things like that. And I know just get, like, I know how to say something like calm them down a little bit mm-hmm. in a funny way to where it's going to help the whole staff. So I just learned like a lot of things from them and then put my personality with it. And yeah, that just helped me out uh, becoming a good server, you know? Very nice. Then after uh, the Outback, where did you transition to? <clears throat> Actually, I, I left Outback and went to Longhorn. Okay. So I went from one steakhouse to a, a one corporate steakhouse to another. 
And then um, I left Longhorn and I'm at the place I am at now. And I really don't want to say exactly where I am now, but, um, but yeah, like it's steakhouse to steakhouse. uh, So it was a very easy uh, switch from me because once you learn the cuts of meats and what they look like and stuff, that's kind of like the hardest part. If you're a new server, like learning, because you always have, a customer who's like, oh, I ordered the filet. This looks like the sirloin. And you can like, no, you know, <laughs> the filet is cut the marmalade or the filet of the cut is this way and the sirloin is this way. You know, things like that. Oh, I ordered a strip and this doesn't look like a strip. And it's like, yeah, I mean, it might look like a ribeye, but you can see the line of the line of fat on this side. That means it's a strip, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, it's it, it was easy um, for me to go from out back to Longhorn. Um, so then I was there another four years. So I've been serving about eight or I've been serving about 10 years now. Okay. Um, so, uh, so yeah. I always like, that's, to, that's... I always like to give people a background of our, of our interviews because, uh, there's so, there's so much depth in, in, in the knowledge of the people that, uh, that are out there. You know, yeah. people sometimes sit at, at your table and they just assume that sometimes, you know, they're brand, you're brand new or, you know, they're like, oh, they try to walk all over you. You're like, no, right? I, I know what right. everybody looks like. <laughs> right. Oh, and it happens like in the area that I live in. I live in Toledo, Ohio. Okay. Um, and I feel like this is one of the hardest areas to ever serve in because of the people who come in to eat. I mean, and I've met some awesome regulars, some regulars that um have became friends, uh, everything, but we get such a di- such a diverse group of people that come in to eat and we also get a diverse like people who come in and think an $11 steak at Outback is a five star meal and that's what it should be <laughs> and it's like and that's how they treat it 11 and I mean I'm not saying it's a bad steak because it's not it's a very good steak and I'm going to make sure you have a very good experience mm-hmm. but I've had a $50 steak in Vegas this sirloin is nothing compared to that, you know, <laughs> where you actually take a bite and it melts in your mouth. But that's what people think. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just it's so hard to work in Toledo. And I'll give you one example. One of my managers um, who she left my restaurant and went and worked in a city called Columbus, Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, and down there at the Outback, one of her servers was complaining because a table didn't a table stifter and the manager looked at her laughed at her and said go work in the toledo outback and you'll be thankful that that's the only time it's happened like it's oh my gosh like my first valentine's day Mm -hmm. i worked i had sorry i didn't mean to get like too deep in this but uh, no no go ahead let it out (laughs) right (laughs) can you you hear the built-up frustration (laughs) um i had twelve hundred dollars in sales this is my first valentine's day i ever worked i had twelve hundred dollars in sales and i walked out with seventy five dollars oh that's cold-blooded right you you gotta warn somebody of that story man i wasn't prepared (laughs) dude dude dude. like that's that's the clientele that you know but just like I said, it's not all bad. <laughs> like, I, <laughs> you see and, the turn of the voice. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but those, like those stories right there, and those days, also helped me 
become a better server because I'm like, I don't want to have to deal with those people that I just dealt with. I need to build up my clientele, my regulars, yeah, so that my section's always full and I don't have to deal with that. So, like, little things like that also help me become a better server as well. So I'm like, all right, I got a good table here. I need to wow them so they can come back and sit in my section so I don't have to deal with that Karen over there who's going to sit there and yell at me the whole time, you know? So it's different things like that that have made me better, you know? But I challenge any server out there come work in Toledo and you'll be a better server because of the stuff you have to deal with. <laughs> well, challenge denied. I'm not doing it. <laughs> you'll, you'll, you will literally have the best of the best and the worst of the worst. I'm telling you. <laughs> you but, see, yeah. like, down here, we live in South Florida, so it's a little bit different, the minefield that we have to, uh, you know, navigate. Yeah, um, yeah. Because um, we have, uh, you know, to say politely, the international crowd sometimes. Right. You know? Yeah. And sometimes they're not the best on um, on the gratuities. But uh -huh, uh -huh. the good thing is, you know, you're not going to see them again. Yeah. You know. Right. Yeah. 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 Most of our clientele is very transient. Yeah. You know I mean, they're not really here that often, so they're keeping moving. <laughs> but listen, but you also are down there in South Florida where it's beautiful year round, except for maybe, you know, a hurricane every like five years. Up here in Toledo, we have negative 40 degree weather Ooh. in the winter. Oh. So I'll trade you any day. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can always come visit. Hey, man, I mean, we, I consider myself Don't very lucky. Me. I mean, Don't tell me. I will be down there. <laughs> <laughs> I need a reason to get away for a little bit. Even though I just was in Atlanta, I still need a reason to get away after being back for a week. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, we're yeah. very fortunate down here because um, you know we have good regulars. Um, there is a big contingency with money down here. So um, mm -hmm. you, you have people that sometimes they want to show off or their baseline of restaurants are a little bit um, pricier. So if you get into the right place... You can yeah. you can make a lot of money with um with less less clients less guests right less, you know. oh yeah and I mean we have a few places like that around here as well but I also have the personality to where like when I'm serving I have to be kind of laid back I mean if you've seen like any of my videos you I mean talking to me now I'm not gonna be the kind of robot no, who's gonna come in and and hit everything like. Yeah, would you like this, 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 this? No, I'm I'm me. I'm laid back. I'm gonna joke. I'm gonna make you laugh. I'm gonna do stuff like that. So I wouldn't fit in like the higher class, like four and five star restaurants that we do have here. We have a couple. Mm -hmm. But so I'm more in a place where I can just, you know, laugh, joke with you. There's a basketball game on TV. I can talk to you about that. Um I my communication skills and like I grew up in a city called Oberlin, which is very diverse. And that also has helped me because I can I can interact and I have such a joy and a passion for so much stuff. Like I take a liking to so much stuff. I have a table full of people like one guy is wearing like a WWE wrestling T-shirt. One's wearing a Pokemon T-shirt. <laughs> uh, a dad's wearing a baseball hat and a mom is sitting there watching like her favorite TV show. And I can have an in-depth conversation with all of them about their special or their certain needs. And I think that also kind of, or not needs, uh, their interests. Yeah. And I think that that kind of like helps me out as well, that I'm able to, 
be so diverse with my tables, which a lot of people can't do because they don't know that much about multiple uh, subjects. So I think that also uh, helps out as well, oh, you know, so. True. But that's but that's my personality, you know. I need I need things like that. I can't just come in and just be a robot, a robot server, or you know, a fine dining server. Not saying all fine dining servers are robots, but you know, you have different uh, standards. Stiff. <laughs> yeah. right. right, you know, like I need to I need to maybe cuss every now and then at a table when when I'm joking around. They ask me something. I'm like, hell no, nah, I ain't getting that for you, you know. <laughs> But in a joking way, where they know I'm joking, I can't say that in a fine dining place where you're paying fifty dollars for a steak, and I'm taking care of like the CEO of something. Yeah, I get fired real quick. <laughs> so I'm interested. I mean, we did a show recently on um, on I Quit stories. And, okay. Um, so I'm I'm interested in your transition from Outback. Did you quit or? Did you get fired? Um, Did you move on? Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I I had the opportunity to uh, leave before getting before I got fired. <laughs> 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 um, both uh, just in time is what you're telling us. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it was at a point where, just like I said, it was my first serving job. And I wanted to go in, show that I'm a hard worker, do everything that I can to stand out and be the best. So I worked my ass off those four years I was at Outback um, to the point where the gentleman who I work for now was my proprietor at Outback. And when I said I wanted to go to his restaurant he's at now, Mm -hmm. without a drop of a hat, he was like, yes. Nice. That says a lot. Yeah, you know. That says a lot about someone. Like, and I'm just not saying just me, but if you have an employer who kind of forced you out the door because his hands was tied for whatever situation, I'll get into that situation in a second. Um, and you go back up to him and say, "I want to work with you," and with like without any hesitation, it's like, "Yes, come, like come, I I want you. Not I need you. I want you. Like that's that's a really that says really high about someone. So. I was working there, like, I would work, like, 14, 15, 16 days straight, picking up shifts, working hard, coming in, um, just to show that I was a good worker, you know? But the my staff started changing, and the people that they were hiring in wasn't the same people who was there before mm-hmm. in terms of, like, personality and working hard and things like that. So just everything, the environment of the restaurant just started changing. And I was starting to get very unhappy with that. I had still a couple friends that was there, um, but it wasn't my staff that could come in and laugh and joke with. And we can do as a whole restaurant 21 on a Saturday, um, be on a wait for three hours, like be on a three hour wait for like most of the night. And everyone have fun. Mm-hmm. It was becoming more stressful. And I had a, a, and I remember, like within the like my last week or two there, a regular looked at me and she said, "You lost your smile." Ooh, that cuts you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it does because, I mean, my smile is my, you know, I'm, you know that's that's my go-to. Everyone loves my smile, and but she looked at me and said, "You lost your smile." 
And I'm like, man, there's, there's, I'm unhappy. There's something there. So then I had my manager pull me aside and he said, Hey, some of the staff here, which I actually found out later, she was like, some of your staff here, they don't, they aren't comfortable working with you. Um, because they say you're mean and this is that. And this, I'm not, it got to a point where I wasn't mean. I was just honest. Yeah. I wasn't going to sugarcoat stuff. People would come up to me and be like, or they would text me like, hey, can you work for me? You know, normally if people text you like, hey, can you work? You get, oh, no, I got a, I got this, this, that. I would just send back, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> with, with no explanation. Or, you know, oh, Quaylen, um, I need this. Can you get it for me? Why can't you get it yourself? It's right there. You're leaving, you're leaving the kitchen with out anything in your hand just can take something and i would say it like that i'm sorry i didn't mean to cuss no but I, I would say it like that so i was just getting so like unhappy there from the people that i was working there so yeah i had i had to get out that situation but it was because he pulled me aside and brought it up to me so i was kind of fired but i was kind of not nah you but it was fired. better for nah, me. you you it were, was better for me it, it made know? sense i mean you were at that point where we, we we've all been there where you know, just the job itself, it, it changes. People change. The staff yes. that you're used to, the whole environment can change. And it, and it can completely dampen your mood. And you need to be the person that you are. If you're not the person that you are, then it is time to move on. Man, right. I just exactly. did that this year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, no, but and it was I mean, more of a, a thing. I was there for for just way too long. And I knew how good it could be. And it just wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And I, I was different. The place was a little bit different, but I was different. So I yeah. recognized that and I had to go. And I mean, even like, and I don't want to say it was because of me, but like after I left, like within that next month or so, there was, I had been there for four years. After I left, there was like five to 10 people that had been there five years or longer that had all left. Mm. Mass including including within like another year, the proprietor, he resigned and went somewhere else, uh, manager as well. So it's like I got out at the right time mm-hmm. because it, it was a complete face change. And I'm sorry to say that restaurant kind of went down the hill. <laughs> it's, it's like where that restaurant is now. It's like nothing compared to when like my proprietor was uh, proprietor of the year for two years in a row yeah. of the whole company. You know, we were top three in sales in the whole entire company of Outback. You don't think of Outback as being just like everyone knows what Outback is, you know, like they're world, they're nationwide. We're worldwide. Um, And we were in top three sales three of the five, three of the four years I was there. Yeah. So we ran a good, a good ship. But yeah, like now it's nothing compared to I'll drive by on a Saturday night. There's like five cars in a parking lot where we used to have like three hour waits, like I said. So I got out at the right time. Nice timing. Yeah. Yeah. Also, everyone in the business has their own pet peeves. Like for me, Mm -hmm. mine's like hot tea. Yeah. (laughs) I roll my eyes so hard. I almost fall asleep sometimes. Yeah. What's what's your pet peeve in the business? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I did make, um, I don't know if you've ever seen my YouTube page, but I do a series of videos called Why Servers Drink, mm-hmm. <laughs> where I sit where I sit in my apartment and get drunk and just rant about different situations. And I actually made one about pet peeves. And I don't know why, but my biggest pet peeve 
my biggest pet peeve is when two people sit on the same side of the booth. <laughs> you know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> and, and, I, and listen, I don't know why. Yeah. Like, other people, like, um, if people order, like, coffee and tea and stuff, like, yeah, it's annoying, but hey, at least they're still paying that 2 $3 for that coffee or that tea, and they're not getting water. You know, right. that's, I, I kind of wrap my mind around stuff like that. That's how I think. I'm very cerebral. I don't understand, unless you're doing stuff under the table, which <laughs> I hope you're not. I don't understand why you're going to go out with your significant other, you're on a date, whatever, and sit right next to him as if you're like on a couch watching TV. Me, I want to admire you. You know, you're, Engage. oh, wow, you're, girl, you, you're beautiful tonight. Yeah, look at them eyes, you know? <laughs> you know that, that's what I want if I'm going, yeah, and engage and be able to have a face-to-face conversation. I don't get it when people sit next to each other and they're on their phone. Like, what is... I, the whole time, right? It's crazy. Yeah. Do you love them more because you can sit shoulder-to-shoulder with them? Like, yeah, I don't understand. It's insecure. So that's my, yeah, that's my biggest pet peeve. And plus, like, when I talk, I like to look back and forth. You know, turn left, turn right while I'm talking to people. Like, so I don't want to just like stare one way the whole time while I'm talking. Like, you know, that's it. It just it breaks it up. You know, when I'm talking to people and I'm explaining stuff, I'm going back and forth. But if you're sitting on the same side of the booth, I'm just sitting there looking at you, both of you awkwardly. Like, oh, so you want your steak medium rare? That's a warm red on the inside. Here goes your bacon. Like, no, it's just I don't understand why, but that is my biggest pet peeve. Is when people sit on the same side of the booth. <laughs> now everyone who's that. hearing, now everyone who's listening to this is gonna come in and sit on the same side of the booth purposely just to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that doesn't happen. Oh my gosh! Yeah, and I, I honestly do not know why, but over the ten years, that is that's my. I mean, you know, I also have like, I hate when people like make little funny jokes if you watch if you see my story today like oh you need anything else yeah a million dollars like oh my gosh yeah i, <laughs> I really i, I, I just, need that too what do you think i, <laughs> I did right. see that one yeah when they asked like, me oh, the winning lottery access, numbers if i had, if I had that, access we be to here. all that do you think i'd be right here right now exactly no, <laughs> get your life together like yeah so but yeah same side of the booth is my biggest pet peeve <laughs> and uh, you mentioned being in your apartment, uh, uh, getting drunk. What's your favorite shift drink? My favorite shift drink. See, it really depends on my mood. Well, um, let's let's set the scene for you. Let's say you had okay. you had one of those days, maybe not like a full like you know day of like a couple of Karens, but it was busy. Mm-hmm. You're you're, mm-hmm. you're you might have did a, a clopin. You know, oh, oh gosh, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. you just need to wash the stank of this uh, this shift off of you. Like, what's your I'm shift? Probably, I'm, I'm probably uh, heading to the bar, my favorite bar that knows me, and I'm gonna start off with a shot of uh, tequila, silver, chilled. Okay, and um, from there, I'll probably just go with the Tito's and vodka, or uh, Tito's and vodka, yeah, Tito's and vodka. Nope. Just, you know, nothing else. Just Tito's and vodka. No. Uh, Tito, Tito's and soda. Um, unless they have one of my favorite ciders there. I don't drink beer. Okay. But I, I am cider. So I like uh, Stella Cidre, the, the Stella cider. Okay. That's probably my favorite cider. I'll do that. But it's, it's probably just a lot of shots of tequila. Mm. 
Um, yeah. Like I'm a I'm a tequila guy. I, I drink margaritas, tequilas. If if a place can make a really good mojito, I might I might sip on that as well. But but this whole year since New Year's, I've also been on a champagne kick. The bubbles, I don't know why. Really? So the so yesterday, are yeah, they are. <laughs> yesterday I had one of those days where <laughs> it was just it was a Monday. And I don't have Mondays. I love Mondays, but yesterday I had a I had a Monday, and I came home. <laughs> And I have a little mini bottle of champagne. I just cracked that open. And this might make me sound like a real alcoholic, but I don't know why. I was just trying different, like throughout the whole year, I've been trying to mix champagne with different uh, alcohols to see what tastes good. Mm -hmm. So uh, one thing I, I discovered, if you put champagne in a mojito instead of soda water, uh, you're welcome. Because wow. it, it's the greatest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> so one day, one of these days, I decided to put tequila in champagne, and it's actually not that bad. Hey, I can't so, talk. I, I I mix it. I mix some weird stuff, and <laughs> it, it turns out very well. Actually, he, he so, drinks like tequila and apple juice. Who would have ever thought that would ever happen? But it's good. <laughs> Yo, Quaylen, really good tequila and apple juice. Really, I'm telling you, I hmm. I will try the champagne in the uh, in the mojito. If yes. you try the tequila apple juice and just let me know what you think, I'm telling you that uh, that one's I I have I have juice boxes in my <laughs> in my bar, <laughs> and I I cut the the corners off. I I used to go not used to I go to the the pat uh, our you know well, my old place where we used to go uh -huh. for um our after you know every restaurant has an after bar. Oh and, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. They had they had the juice boxes. And the looks on people's faces when they when the bartenders mixing my my drink with this apple juice from the juice box from, and but the, all I wow. just tell them is to try it and not one yeah. person to the man has said that t is terrible they they lay like it. See, you know, I thought I was thinking outside of the box when I put tequila and champagne, but tequila and apple juice. I'm gonna have to. Yeah, I'm gonna try that one, shot, man. Oh yeah, yeah. I might I might try it tonight. And another, um, have you ever tried that um, that lambic, the Lindemann's framboise? No, I have not. Oh, let me tell you, hearing about it, it's 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 not. It's like a raspberry beer champagne. Yeah, it's, mm -hmm. it's yeah. really yeah. I've really heard cool. about it's, it. It's a little sweet, a little girly. I gotta I gotta admit, but I, I I like to have that around Christmas time. Listen, I don't mind girly drinks, and anyone, any of my friends who have made fun of me for drinking girly drinks, because just like I said, I don't I don't drink beer. Mm -hmm. I just cannot get the flavor of beer, but like people laugh at me for ordering um, a cider boys, which is like I don't know if you guys have it down there yet. I don't know if it's distributed down there yet, but it's a really good um, cider that has different flavors of their cider. So strawberry, peach. Uh, they have a mimosa one. Okay. Uh, they have a sangria one. It's really good. People like laugh at me, and I'm like, all right. You want to go shot for shot? Let's go. Because I can drink anyone under the table. <laughs> like if we're like, there's no one who who I've met yet who can out drink me. And I also don't don't get hangovers. I just want to throw that out there as well. Um, All right. But so yeah, we're, people we're gonna make get fun a team of, of uh, university uh, doctors <laughs> to study what you got going on. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. But yeah, so I don't mind girly drinks. So I'm definitely gonna have to try that for sure. And uh, Danny, we, we, we've done a show on pen or no pen. And Danny mm -hmm. does not use a pen for the most part. Yeah. 
Yeah. I not only use a pen, it's got to be a black pen. I don't I don't mess with you uh, blue <laughs> pens. That's a whole other thing. That's a whole right. other thing. And it's on you're another level. Towards, you're racist towards the, pen colors, huh? What's that? Racist towards racist towards pen colors, huh? <laughs> Man, he don't yeah, sign anything with a blue pen. It don't it don't matter what it is. I don't touch really? it. Really? Yeah, it's a weird thing. So Okay. I, I can't yeah. explain it. So do you use a pen when you're taking orders? Depends. It really depends. Okay. Um I I I never wanted to be that cocky server that I would always see growing up that never used pen um just because i hated them (laughs) (laughs) i mean like i appreciate them now because i'm like wow but like i used to always have to write things down i used to have to write drinks down um i used to have to write i need a refill for table six down you know when i first started um then eventually i got to the point where i started memorizing drinks um so on and so forth uh, appetizers, things like that. But now it's like, if I'm taking an order uh, for about two or three people, it really depends on if I actually want to reach down and pull out my pad or if I'm busy, um, if I use a pen, but I can, I can, I do both. Okay. If it's two people, I can memorize that. If it's three people, I can memorize that as well. But I mean, there are times where I go back to the posi, the computer, and I'm like, uh, Oh, that's me. What all day. did they order? <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then it gets into a, a game that I like to play. Oh, instead of just going out there and saying I messed up, let me just guess what size they Ooh. have. And <laughs> and I will say, I'm about sixty forty. I'm pretty good at guessing. <laughs> you know, sixty forty is you know, good. You know, it's actually those are rookie actually, numbers. I have, <laughs> better track record than that. I would say about 80% of the time. I'll go up 80% to 80. of the time is okay. 80 is good. Yeah. 80 is good. I go up to about 80% Don't of the time. Don't dumb yourself I, down I do. now. 80, 80 is good. That's right. <laughs> yeah, 80, about 80% of the time I do guess right. But then, you know, that 20%, it's like, uh, excuse me, we ordered a baked potato, not broccoli. <laughs> and I'm like, right you know what? They must have read the ticket wrong. Let me go get that baked <laughs> potato for you. You wanted it loaded right now, butter, sour cream. And I'm like, oh, shh. <laughs> yeah so i'm not perfect i i i would i would be lying if i said like i'm the best server out there because i'm not i i don't i don't just like i said i don't know why people like me like, <laughs> I, I will continuously go back to that like what is it about me but yeah all right, let's uh, yeah. let's transition to your your Instagram account. So yes, sir. Okay. On the uh, on the timeline of your server career, what what made you? How did that come about? What what made you you want to do this uh, this account? Um. So just like I said before, uh, my focus was broadcasting mm-hmm. in college, and my my passion that I really wanted to get into was actually writing for TV shows. Okay. Okay. Um, which I still have a little passion for. It's not as strong, but TV shows um, really interest me even more than movies because to be consistent with a TV show like uh, Friends or a long running TV show for 10 seasons is more of a challenge absolutely. than a two hour movie, in my opinion. No, you're absolutely correct. So do you like sitcoms so, or do you like dramas? I like 
good TV. I hear you. Like, I, I know there's some sitcoms out there that I love that I think is genius. Um, there's some dramas out there that I love that I think is like How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. Like, those first three, four seasons of How to Get Away with Murder, I think was the best writing on TV, period. Well, she's a great writer. Oh, my gosh. She's amazing. Yeah. I mean, all, her, like, all her opening stuff is, you know, I mean, even Scandal, all that kind of stuff that she does is really good. I don't like I, and and to sorry not to get on off the subject of serving i'll, I'll circle that back in a second no, you're good. um but like just to think of like the stuff that she thought of and how you can never actually guess what's going to happen the next episode the next mm-hmm. uh or at the end was just brilliant to me yeah so like so i love that but then there's also some tv shows that out there that people love that i, I can honestly say i've only watched like one or two episodes and I didn't really care for Breaking Bad is one of them. It didn't catch me within the first episode, so I never watched it. I never watched Friends or Seinfeld growing up, and people are like, "Oh my gosh, how could you never watch that?" But then I switch it on. I'm like, "Hey, did you ever watch The Wayne's Brothers? Did you ever watch Martin? No, <laughs> that's what I was watching. Like, you know." But um, like my favorite TV shows ever are uh, uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, okay, Entourage, Entourage um, is my Office. jam. Entourage is amazing. Dude. Amazing. Yeah. So TV, writing for TV was my passion. So within my second year of actually serving, I I wrote a pilot for a sitcom called Hot Food. Okay. So I was always just like taking in everything that was happening because I really wanted to write a TV show that was just like kind of like The Office, but in a restaurant. Because you have shows like that loosely touch on restaurant, but you don't have anything that really gets into a restaurant. Get out my head. So, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I said it first. So, so you're in my head. It's, it's my idea. It's my idea. But so, so doing restaurant content started then, and then I would say that idea, that dream, kind of died a little bit. Um, and then I started coming up with the idea of confessions of a server, but in a much different way than what it is now. I would say about two and a half years ago. Okay. Um, where I was going to have a lot of people, it wasn't just going to be me, but a lot of people do different confessions and like talk about their times and stuff like that. And I had a group of people who eventually it didn't end up working out timing Asking people to do stuff for free uh, just wasn't working out. Yeah, according to people, it, so, it, gets, it gets you know tedious. Yeah, yeah, and I mean we did we couldn't even plan a time to meet up once. <laughs> so yeah, because like everyone wanted to do stuff, and I'm like, hey, I can't really pay you, but I'll buy you free pizza. You know, and you know like, what it is? Uh, is you have to do it on your own, like you're doing it, and then once they see it, they want to be a part of it. So you're yeah. doing the right thing. You can still. Yeah branch out the way you want to and because you're you're already at the point where you've established something people don't want to be a part right. of something until they know that it's already established so do right. what you're doing which, and it'll the dream will come to light which i still have the ideas um of having multiple people involved uh and i will eventually get to that as well so two years ago i had that idea um but then that i just got frustrated with trying to get people to help me out so that died and about last June, 
I have a friend who wanted me to like review music. Um, we called it the drop. That's actually, you can find that probably somewhere on Facebook or um, Instagram. Uh, so I was doing that and I did my very first one and my friend was like, dude, you have such a knack for TV. You need to really start thinking about doing your serving stuff again. And I'm like, you know what? Screw it. Yeah. Let me do it. So I started off with the Y service drinks on YouTube. I actually launched everything September 2nd. Okay. So I did my fake, like I, I picked a date. It was August. I picked a day. I'm like, okay, I want to have, Everything started off September 2nd. Um, so I made my first couple of videos. My wife said, I got my friend Gray who edits those for me. Um, and he's also been a huge help. It's just pretty much been him and I. He's been very behind the scenes in a lot of my videos, a lot of stuff I do. Uh, the memes and everything that you see on Instagram is pretty much me. But like my videos, a couple of my videos and stuff, he's really been very instrumental in that. And I thank him so much for it because without him, I could not be, I would not be where I am by far. I, I can honestly say that. Um, so we had everything going. Uh, we're going back and forth. And um, actually Instagram was my last focus out of all three of the social medias. My biggest focus at the point where I thought I was really going to blow up was youtube mm -hmm. for my videos and that like i could get more people to follow me on facebook so instagram was like my last thing that i wanted to like really touch i just made the account to say i had one yeah um and looking at it about a year later that's my biggest social media that's where most people know me from yeah so i've been doing it for about a year now um i mean not to get like all sad but i actually was in the hospital my mom was in the hospital um, having a heart procedure and like I was launching everything September 2nd while my mom was like uh, preparing for her open heart surgery oh and everything God. yeah so like I was sitting in the I, I uploaded the video did all the description and everything like while I'm like sitting next to her uh, trying to keep her at ease and stuff like I'm sitting here uploading my, my first my first few memes and my first video and stuff on um on Instagram on, on YouTube, so that's why I can remember that day so well. Is because of like everything that was going on that day. But it actually kind of took my mind off of stuff and actually helped me out, you know. So and I made a little pat to myself that I wanted to work as hard as this as I can, so my parents can be proud of me. Because um, I don't know how much longer they're gonna be um, <clears throat> on earth uh anymore just because they're older my dad's uh 83 my mom's 77 78 oh wow okay so you know that like during that time i'm like i'm gonna give this my all i can see a future in it um so i'm, I'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it well, i'm sure they're so, proud of you for sure yeah yeah so that's how it started yeah so Sorry, I didn't mean to get that deep on you. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's, it's all yeah. about you, so it, it goes as it goes. Yeah, so people love my memes, and Instagram took off. So we have uh, just a couple things before we let you go. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which of your memes resonates the most with you? Oh, wow. Wow. You have that's a, lot. a <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I'm trying to think of ones that, like, because I still put memes from, like, other people um that I follow online because i mean i don't mind sharing content from other people people's like oh you're still like me it's like no i'm sharing something that i think is also funny um 
I guess probably it'd probably be the one that I just posted of uh, just because it's fresh on my mind. Little Dicky, um, the rapper, mm-hmm. when he was like, he finished the freestyle. He's like, and I'm out, and I leave, and I cut that part. And it was like when the restaurant fills up and you're about to clock out. That's like that feeling. Like, yep, and I'm out. That that that's probably the one that resonates with me because I see a restaurant. I'm like, all right, I gotta get out of here before they ask me to stay on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, peace out, people. Yeah, so it would probably be that one, just because I can think like that's thinking back to all of them. That's the one that sticks out in my mind right now because it's probably more recent. But that's the one thing I try to do. I really don't try to over exaggerate my memes. I want to make them as real as possible, so people are like, yes, I feel that that is me right there. So yeah, I go through your page yeah. and I laugh on like so many, and a lot of them resonate with me. Thank you, and, thank you so much. Knowing, <clears throat> knowing that. Uh, you know, you don't want your, your manager to take the cut back. You're like, ooh. Right, right, yeah, this. which has happened, which has happened. And, you know, sometimes it's worked out, but sometimes it hasn't. You know, I've clocked back on, and they sat me once, and I'm still, I'm like, what was the point of me coming on to take one table? Yeah. Like, you couldn't have had Sarah take this table? She's that weeded that she couldn't help out? Like, come on. Like, yeah, I'd rather, know, like, get I get her- everything started and walk out the door. <laughs> right, right, right. I don't want to sit here because then it'll be my luck that that table's a camper and I'm there for like two more hours. I'm yeah. like, uh. And then Karen leaves so before close. you. <laughs> right, right. And I'm like, I was so close to the outside. Now I'm here so close. <laughs> yeah. Well, congrats on your, um, on your success on Insta. So Thank this you. is going to be the Thank last you. thing. You can't have confessions of a server without some actual confessions. So. Oh gosh. Okay. <laughs> so exclude okay. obviously exclude the where you are to uh, at your current job. So yes. have you ever given re- uh, regular instead of decaf just because you didn't want to brew another regular? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I've I've done it. <laughs> I, I've but I will say I did not do it until I worked at Longhorn and saw someone do else first. do it. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I, I'm, oh yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Hey, we all, yeah. I mean, I'm just, listen, I'm telling you, I probably have done, I, I'm, if it's between actually brewing another one, yeah, just decaf and we have, I'm putting something brown in the cup. I'm going, mm-hmm, <laughs> I'm mm-hmm, sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm not cleaning yeah, out another one. So, so, well, yeah, I've done that before. At Longhorn, they used to have uh, regular ranch and light ranch. And I did a study uh, to see who could actually tell the difference between regular ranch and light ranch. So if anyone's listening and I've served you at Longhorn and you order light ranch, you never got light ranch. You always got regular <laughs> ranch. That that was a thing that like I never because it was like it was such a hassle um, to like I mean not really a hassle but it was stupid. Light Ranch is the dumbest thing in America, one of the dumbest things in America. It and has I to was be. just like, like there's no point to having Light Ranch and it's rich. you ordering it. If yes, and you ordering it, you're stupid because it tastes horrible for one. <laughs> Two. Like you're not getting it's still ranch. You're it's still not getting ranch all at that calories. point. It's buttermilk. There's no light buttermilk. Right, and that's what it looks like. So yeah, I would just always get, and no one ever said anything. Of course, I always give because it was delicious. Ranch. It was ranch. 
<laughs> yes. Also, I would sometimes do uh, if people order Diet Coke. I would see if people um, could tell the difference between Diet Coke and Coke Zero. Ninety three percent of the time, no one could. So, you know, I got to have fun with my job a little bit, you know, try them out to see if they can tell the difference. <laughs> That's funny, because one of the ones I was going to ask you is if you've ever um, ran out of ginger ale and just mixed uh, Sprite and Coke. No. <laughs> I have never done that. I've seen people do that, but my mom is a ginger ale expert, and I'm like, I I cannot disrespect my mom by mixing Sprite <laughs> with Coke. Like that's that's my one thing. Like I would never do that. No. Okay. Sorry. Well, <laughs> as, a, as a ginger ale expert, for me, like we uh, when we used to play poker on Mondays, uh, Danny used to be in the group and stuff like that. And uh, at the time, I was drinking Captain and Ginger. It was a while ago. And mm-hmm. dude walks in with a Schweppes. I'm like, look, man, I said Canada Dry. <laughs> oh, he was very upset. Yep. He was very yep. upset. Yeah, I understand that. That's my mom. Uh, I can't think of a brand that I just absolutely hate. Verner's. Verner's. Oh. Uh, what is Verner's? I, I cannot drink Verner's. Yeah, it's yeah. it's bad. It's so bad. All right, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. Um, for me, I, I started out uh, in the restaurant business as a, a line cook. And I remember mm-hmm. when uh, the servers used to go like, because I cook the wings, right? And you mm-hmm. can't tell me medium and hot or, you know, it's like, oh, these are supposed to be medium. I go, yeah, yeah, they're medium. I mean hot. I go, yeah, yeah, they're hot. <laughs> it's whatever you want it to be. It's in the window. Right, right, <laughs> right. Yeah, it's, it's like that sometimes, you know, it is, it is. Have you ever gratted a two-top? No. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately, where um, where I work, uh, actually, I don't think in many places in Ohio, we cannot add gratuity anymore to checks. Oh. To nothing? Not even yeah. like eight, tens, nothing? Uh-uh. Mm. Nope. Nope. But negative. There's, the, there's still a handful of places, you know, privately owned places, but um, but yeah. Like, and also, when I could gr- add grad, we couldn't do it by ourselves. We would have to have a manager mm, add it for us. So, yeah, at Outback, yeah. But, no, I've never added grad to a two-top. <laughs> what about uh, have you ever told somebody the cappuccino machine is broken just because you didn't ma- want to make one? Um, no, because we don't use cappuccino machines. But I have told them that we've been out of we've been we're out of things just because I didn't want to ring stuff in. I've done that before. Like stuff that takes a long. I'm like, oh yeah, we're 86. That like if we're on like a you want like a well done. I don't know. I I can't think of like one specific thing. Or like when I bartended, if oh if we're busy and someone order like a strawberry daiquiri, I'm like, yeah, we're out of strawberry syrup or something like that. Just so I would have to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done stuff like that, but no, we don't have a cappuccino machine. But I probably would have if I've ever worked with one. Yeah. I have two more for you. Yeah. Have you ever accidentally forgot on purpose to bring back somebody's change because you knew they weren't going to tip you? No. <laughs> I'm a very honest person. I think karma is a bitch. Mm-hmm. So even, I, I've never kept anyone. And, as a matter of fact, I'm that person who's going to leave you to the penny what you have. Like, I'm not going to round up if you're like, 
99 like i owe you a dollar 99 i'm not going to give you two dollars no i'm going to give you a dollar 99 now if i think that you're horrible it might be a dollar 99 in dimes nickels and pennies like i'm not going to give you a quarter like that's what that's where my pettiness kicked in or i might give you like a dollar and change but um no i've never kept uh a tip because i don't think people will tip me all right i have the last one for you have you ever drank on shift Oh gosh! <laughs> Absolutely. It's <laughs> like I work in a restaurant. What do you mean? <laughs> Absolutely. Two stories, real quick. Now I'll, I'll tell you real quick. So um, I used to keep um, a bottle of whipped cream vodka when Pinnacle whipped cream vodka became huge. I used to keep a bottle in my trunk because you never know when you're gonna need a bottle of whipped cream vodka. Absolutely. <laughs> So, so I used to keep a bottle in my trunk, and with this one, we were able to um, use like styrofoam cups. So, mm-hmm. me and my coworker, we would just go out and just fill up half of it—a styrofoam cup with whipped cream vodka—and then the other half of like uh, ginger ale, which is amazing, or cranberry juice, and just drink that during the shift. Like, there was like also, soda kind of thing? yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's so—I mean, it's really sweet, and that's why I don't drink it anymore because how sweet it was, but. Yeah, that was my jam for a while. And then uh, last uh, last story I have for you. One time, uh, a car ran into a pole and knocked the entire uh, electric out on one side of the street. And that was the side of the street that my restaurant was on, uh, mm-hmm. the Outback was on. And this is the middle of a Saturday uh, restaurant completely full, steaks on the grill, everything. And the power went out. So, of course, we had to close, get everyone out of there. But we couldn't leave because we still had the money in our jeans or in our pocket, wherever we were wearing. Yeah. So we had, like, this little corner, me and three of my coworkers, while everyone else is, like, in a back hand washing dishes trying to get done. Me and three of my coworkers, we send one coworker to the liquor store, which is around the corner, and come back, and we're just sitting in this little like little corner, just drinking, while everyone else is like back there working, and no one can see us because the corner was like there's no lights there. But I mean, you can see if you're walking towards us. But yeah, yeah, we just sat in that corner and got blitzed as while everyone <laughs> else was like we're back there trying to clean up so everyone can leave as soon as the power came on, and we're just like, hey, I was like, wow. You're in a better mood, and we're like, yeah, burp. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, who's going to the bar? Woo, let's go. So, yeah, I've, I've drank, I've drank multiple times on my job uh, on door shifts. Yeah, yeah, it happens. <laughs> but thank you so much. What's next for you? Yeah. Oh, what's next for me? Well, I just like I said, I'm hitting the year mark. Uh, September, I'll also be coming up on 10,000 followers here soon as well. So I'll be doing my 10,000 giveaway, my 10K giveaway, whoop, whoop. Um, which I'm kind of excited for. You know, uh, be giving away a stuck in glass, glassware, um, and then a t shirt for front of house gear. Uh, but just, I'm, I'm trying to put more of a focus back on my videos. Okay. Um, so I have a couple of videos, like my mini rants that I do, I have a couple of those that are coming out. A lot of people don't know uh, on Instagram that I did, and I don't know if you know this, that I did a PSA called Don't Be a Karen. Yeah, I saw that. 
Okay, yeah. So that's kind of like what put me on the map because Bitchy Waiter like wrote a blog about it and said how great it was. So that's kind of what put me on the map. So I'm going to put that up here on Instagram TV probably today or tomorrow. Okay. Um, but just put more focus on my videos, try to get some like reenactment videos in there. And I have a couple other ideas that I'm working on. So yeah, videos and just trying to get my face out there a little bit more. There you go. I'll continue to follow you, support you, my man. And thank, thank you. So thank much. you. Thanks so much for having me. I'm sorry this went a little bit longer than you wanted. To. Oh no, it's fine. Listen, it's yeah. all organic, man. <laughs> awesome. And, and and next time I come down, or if I come down to South Florida, I'll, I'll hop on and we can do a face to face and have some more fun. Absolutely. Oh, without a doubt, we'll have some real ginger ale. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. We'll and some real that. nice tequila. We'll get you to uh, get you a 1942. Get Let, you a couple see. of sips of that. Meat. You're speaking my juice. language right now. You're oh, speaking you my can't language. Do oh, apple juice in 1942. No. No, nah, I got some Don Julio over here that I'm gonna try with some apple juice though. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try that for sure. Nice. Well, yeah. thank you so much, man. Thank you. And thank uh, you so much of a for server. having me. And we'll see you next time. Just continue to support us. We're really, really appreciative of it. Every time you uh, you write a review, like, subscribe, it really helps us out. I'm Marlon Joseph, the Modern Waiter. We want to thank Confessions of a Server, Quaylen, for being here, spending your time with us. I'm thank Marlon you. Joseph. I'm Danny Davila. We'll see you guys next time. Every week. <laughs> subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Later. The beat goes uh, Who the hell can stop that? Uh, initiated, wake up with your head cracked, spitting nasty like the pimples on your back. Uh, focused on pushing units from Cali to Kakabat. Got it moving, it's just keeping it on track. Uh.